Uh, we saw 100 users in the first three days. I know that for a fact. And since we've maintained 41% average month over month growth, we just started taking this project full time in January. So you can see we're growing aggressively every single month, despite the fact that we're not lending paid ads. It's all organic and it's mostly from referrals. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka. Now, if you're hearing this, it means you're not currently on our subscriber feed. To subscribe, go to getlatka.com. When you subscribe, you won't hear ads like this one. You'll get the full interviews. Right now, you're only hearing partial interviews. And you'll get interviews three weeks earlier from founders, thinkers, and people I find interesting. Like Eric Wan, 18 months before he took Zoom public. We got to grow faster, minimum is 100% over the past several years. Or bootstrap founders like Vivek of Question Pro. When I started the company, it was not cool to raise. Or Looker CEO Frank Bean before Google acquired his company for $2.6 billion. We want to see a real pervasive data culture, and then the rest flows behind that. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. There, you'll find a private RSS feed that you can add to your favorite podcast listening tool, along with other subscriber-only content. Now look, I never want money to be the reason you can't listen to episodes. On the checkout page, you'll see an option to request free access. I grant 100% of those requests, no questions asked. Hey guys, my guest today is Jim Besenius. He's a 22-year-old, formerly obese college dropout turned founder and triathlete. He lost over 115 pounds and completed races up to the 70.3 mile distance while he's currently training for Ironman in Florida, which is 140.6 miles. He's passionate about open source startups and pushing himself to the limits, currently working on an open sourced Linktree alternative called singlelink.co. Jim, you ready to take us to the top? Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. Man, 115 pounds knocked off. How'd you do that? Well, it took a long time and I lost weight and I gained it back and I lost weight and I gained it back. But it took me meeting with nutritionists and figuring out that losing weight is an equation. You know, you got about 3,600 calories in a pound and I broke it up over the course of about eight months. And I told myself, if I want to accomplish something that's going to be crazy, uh, I've got to put myself in a deficit every single day up until then. And we just did consistent. So a yeah. little bit of work every single day. That's incredible. Okay. So you're managing all this sort of personal, you know, balance, personal health, et cetera. At the same time, you're building this link tree alternative. When did you start writing the code? What year? So that was last year and around August, we built the first iteration of it overnight on WordPress. And the following month, we decided to take it seriously. We rebuilt it in Nux.js and posted on Product Hunt in September. Oh, fascinating. Okay. So you launched in product hunt. How many hits did you get to your website on product, uh, product launch day? A couple thousand. It was really interesting because we saw a mixed variety of people who wanted to see our GitHub and we saw people who wanted the cloud hosting alternative. And despite the fact that we were doing no marketing, it exploded right off the bat. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think we lost a lot of people because we really weren't set up for this to be anything but a sidecar project. We'd kind of built this in two or three days, but I saw a lot of traction. What's a lot of traction? Can you quantify that? Yeah. So, I mean, from the gate, I, I, we had uh, probably about six, 700 users in the first month, I believe, uh, or 400, excuse me. Uh, we saw 100 users in the first three days. I know that for a fact. And since we've maintained 41% average month over month growth, we just started taking this project full time in January. So you can see we're growing aggressively every single month, despite the fact that we're not lending paid ads. It's all organic and it's mostly from referrals. Mm-hmm. 
so, so how many users have 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 start like signed up for the application today over all history? Just close to twenty five hundred users. Wow. Okay. And have you started moving users from free to paid yet? We haven't. So that'll be upcoming in the next month. So fingers crossed here. But we're excited to just start deploying our premium options. Okay, this is like a beautiful place for a SaaS company to be. The moment when you decide pricing and what to charge and when to turn it on. So what's your current thesis? What do you charge? How many options? So currently, we kind of have the pro memberships that every single microsite platform has, right? Um, Those will be launching at $8 a user per seat. So per month, right? And then we're also going to have other ways to monetize that other platforms don't have. So we have our B2B2C model that seems to be very common and open source. You see these white labeled on-premises hosting managed, anything that falls into the open source exclusive category. Uh, we're able to do that because we're open source and we uh, have everything we need to support on-premises hosting. And then another thing we're doing that I've seen no other microsite ha- platform do is we'll be monetizing our marketplace. So we have a creator marketplace where single link users can create plugins soon and they can currently create themes, they can publish them and they'll be able to sell those to other users who can buy them little microtransactions, et cetera. And we'll be taking a 25% fee of those transactions. We're launching a big campaign. We love supporting bootstrap founders, assuming you're bootstrapped. We're basically taking a bunch of folks that are about to launch their paywall, letting everyone compete. And then we're just going to write a prize at the end, just a cash prize of 20 grand. And so that the whole idea is, can anyone get to 10K in MRR in 10 weeks? Um, I would love to to put you in and meet the other founders. I think you have a good shot there. Yeah, that'd be an interesting discussion. I'd love to talk more about that. So why open source? I mean, why not go the Linktree route? Yeah, so it, it's super interesting because originally when we thought about this, we were we, we came into this with a mission to make the world open source. We are truly in this belief that pushing your code publicly and creating this transparent uh, relationship with your consumers uh, would be able to help you actually charge more, offer a better product. And so we looked at all the industries out there and we were like, what is one industry that is just exploding and is in desperate need of an open source alternative? And when I say a desperate need, um, a lot of microsite users, they don't necessarily just want to go up and they sign up, right? Some people want it to be super simple and then some people want it to be super complex. So that sort of modification need was what I saw as a need for open source. So that drew us into the industry. We were like, okay, the industry is, you know, exploding and it needs people are ready to contribute. I think that's the biggest thing. And uh, we, we wanted to create an open source alternative in that space. It sounds like you've set up your life to be able to work on this for a year, taking no money because it's not making any revenue. So what decisions did you make intentionally before you launched this business to give yourself that kind of cushion? Um, so I dropped out of college uh, a few years ago. And since then, I've been working 20 hours a week, uh, part time outside of this as a developer. And that allows me to make enough money to write just get by and still work 40 hours a week on this. So it's kind of a 60 hour a week grind on top of all the training and all that. But it has allowed me to make just enough money while also putting my heart and soul into this. And I've been working remote for years. So and uh, actually working flexible time. I work most of my hours after midnight for my side job. So it gives me the entire daytime hours to work single link. Where are you right now? I'm based in Chatham County, North Carolina. We're not even in a city. So super small population, no police. I'm on 12 acres. Uh, I'm taking this call over DSL actually. 
but um, we're just outside of Raleigh, North Carolina, which is the capital, just about 30 minutes. Very cool. And so can I ask you, you know, this is what a lot of founders have struggled with is keeping their monthly expenses really low so they can have freedom to work on their side gigs. How low have you managed to keep your like total personal monthly expenses? So it's, it's tricky because we've had some recent changes in the past year. My fiance has come down with epilepsy. We've had to, she's had to leave her job. I've actually had to come take care of that. Um, so the past year we've been kind of burning some savings, but in general, I've been able to live off of is like 20, 30 K a year at points. Um, you know, there was points where I dropped right out of college and I just found, you know, I was living $400 a month in rent and just living in a side little room. And, you know, I was, I was eating out for all my meals, but I just did one meal a day, go to the dollar menu type stuff, McDonald's. And, uh, it's been pretty convenient to be able to keep our incomes that low. Um, lately, we've increased our expenses. We have a paid CTO now, and we've taken an investment to be able to help pay him. Um, oh, just how because much we needed to be raised. Currently, it's a, we've raised 100K, and we're about to raise a 400K pre-seed round. Mm-hmm. So that will be very interesting. And um, But we've I'm not taking any payment. It's just to pay employees and help cover some of our company cost, which I would say we have under a thousand dollars in like monthly recurring cost on singling. How many full-time folks are on the team right now? Currently we have two people full-time, one almost full-time. And, uh, so it's been fun. We're all three co-founders. Okay. So three of you guys, and, um, did you guys just split equity 30, 30, 30? Nope. So it's actually quite interesting because we originally didn't intend for them to be co-founders, right? Um, like I said earlier, I started this as Neutron Creative, not as Single Link. So it's been very interesting as we switched from Neutron Creative to Single Link full time. And one of our early advice from investors we got from Daniel Strackman from 1517 Fund, amazing advice, and she was a great investor to talk with, is that she, you know, we were working alongside Naveed Kabir and Andrew Boyle, and she says, these two individuals are incredibly passionate about what you're doing. You need to bring them on as co-founders. So Whatever capacity they had, I basically went up to them and I was like, is there any chance you would be willing to come onto this really full time? Let's make it happen. Let's make it work. And uh, as they kind of came on, we, you know, they took the work. So Andrew is vesting up to 15% now, Naveed vesting up to 25%. I've got the rest. And uh, it makes it safer that way because you know, they didn't come on with the, the same that put in 100 grand? So currently they're putting in at the same investment terms as our $4 million pre-seed or excuse me. $400,000 pre-seed raised are about to hit. So it's a $4 million cap with a 20% discount safe note. Okay. So the, the first hundred grand that you raised was at a 4 million cap with a 20% discount. Yep. 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 And they're raising at the exact same terms as the pre-seed round we're raising right now. So it's a why really did you awesome. Decide, why and, did you decide to do that? You have more users now. You could argue for a higher cap, save some dilution. Every single one of our investors is incredibly passionate about our project. There are people I could call on in the middle of the night. I could trust them with any part of our project. They've given me fair advice from the beginning. These are people who are more than investors to me. They're team members. And that's something I really want to offer better terms at to help attract people that care. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got it. Very cool. Okay. So raising now, we'll see what happens there. Um, $4 million valuation. That's great. What, what, how, where do you spend the money? So mainly on our team, right? So we've gone unpaid for a long time. We need to get us paid full-time and committed to this project. Like I've mentioned, we have another team member who's currently part-time. He needs to drop out. We're going to go full-time with this. And all of us are going to work for the next 12 months. We're going to onboard new developers and pay for all of our current costs so that we can monetize over the next 12 months. 
Our monthly growth is great. We don't need to really improve it by much, right? I would love to maintain 50% over the next year. So we're going to have some semi-organic advertisements. But realistically, our, our biggest goal is just building the infrastructure so we could monetize this audience. Mm-hmm. Yep. Do you feel like you've lost any optionality having raised capital for this vision? What if you launch the paywall and no one wants to pay for this thing and you've got to do something totally different? I think with the investors we have now, they are backing the team with whatever decisions we decide to choose. So that's part of the reason we've taken the terms we have. Um, so I, I would really say no. I, I, I really like the people we're working with. Mm-hmm. And they give us the availability to change directions if we need to. Yep. Jim, what's the plan? How do you convert? You, like, where do you put up the paywall for eight bucks a month? Is there a usage metric that people have to hit before they see it? Or what's the plan? So currently, everyone's kind of running on this pro version, right? But we're going to start adding a little bit of branding. We're going to allow people to just skip the event tracking. We're going to add all sorts of new features like um, one-click export. So you could take your site, export it, custom domains, all sorts of new things. So it's really a bunch of small power, small little add-ons for power users, which is a tremendous portion of our audience, people who really use these microsites. They host their full website on a microsite. So uh, again, people who take their microsite and do way more than they should with it. What's the utility-based upsell? I understand people paying to remove branding. I understand them paying people to export the code. But what's the thing where they hit X amount of website views to the microsite or leads opt-in or clicks generated? What's the utility-based upsell? So we, we currently don't have any of that. I mean, I think that's the best part of open source is, I mean, if we had that, people would be just going and self-hosting this. We have to have competitive pricing with our self-hosting audience. And we're building a relationship with them that you know we understand that especially for us, a lot of these sites that we are able to export them to static. So there's not actually an increase in price for us to have a difference between a million clicks and two. So, you know, as long as we're not about a cost to you, it's about the value back to them. I think a lot of founders, they, they undervalue what they've built. And, and I hear you using some of the same language that others have used. I mean, if someone's getting a lot more traffic and a lot more leads from what they built on your thing, shouldn't you try and capture some of that value? Absolutely. But I think that's the way that open source value capture differs from closed source value capture, right? In closed source, you try to capture as much value as possible of the little uh, value you create. In open source, you publish code, it affects millions of people across the globe almost instantly. And you try to capture as much value you can of that. But you're always going to be able to capture less value, if that makes sense. So I just think it's one of those limitations of open source businesses that's just always going to be there, if that makes sense. Yeah, look, building on, open source, building on open source, you're in a very unique spot where you have to keep the community on your side. You want to keep people contributing code to make the value there. You can go listen to my episode with Sid at GitLab or even Matt Mullenweg at Automatic who built on top of WordPress, both open source platforms. And they talk about this story in great detail. It's not an easy thing to balance. Love it. Absolutely. I will. Thank you. All right. All right. And then that's for you guys listening in too. That wasn't Jim. It sounds like you're already on the right track, but that's for anyone else listening, wanting more of Jim's sort of style. But Jim, in the meantime, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, favorite business book. Favorite business book? Uh, How to be a capitalist without capital. Uh, That got me to know you. And I gave it out to my whole team when we read it first. So. Oh, that's amazing. You you, you read it. Yes, absolutely. How'd you find it? Uh, I found it on Product Hunt when it came out. I bought it instantly. Very cool. And you can look and back up. I even emailed you for the bonus. That's amazing. I love that. Yeah. It was really hard to come up with a title that didn't seem like a get rich quick book. So you read it. What would you tell people to say, I'm not buying that. It feels like a get rich quick thing. The lessons in it are really true. Uh, they're fundamental business lessons, especially like copying other businesses, being able to do so 
and, and not worry, I wouldn't be here today without that advice. You know, building an open source link tree alternative, it's following that advice. So uh, it's just fundamental business advice that everyone could use, especially somebody like me who's a dropout. I love that, Jim. All right, number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Hmm. I think Elon Musk. I'm a big Tesla fan. I'm wearing a Tesla shirt right now. His decisions confuse me a lot, but uh, I'm trying to learn along the way. So he's a great person to follow. Number two, besides your own, what's your favorite online tool for building a business? Favorite online tool for building a business. That's interesting. Hmm. I think unconventionally Twitter. Twitter is very easy to start building a business on top of, even if you don't know it. So uh, just start building a community on Twitter and it can very easily turn into that business. Jim, how many hours of sleep are you getting every night? <laughs> uh, I, I love to say eight, but it's probably closer to four to six. Okay. And situation, I married single kids. I think you mentioned you had a girlfriend. I have a fiance. We were about to hit five years together. It's, uh, it's been great. We're trying to get married soon, but COVID's kept this, uh, the whole ceremony off. Yeah. And no, no kids? No kids yet. So and maybe soon, you? but not yet. <laughs> how are you? I'm 22 and she's 22 as well. So it works out. All right. Take us home here. What's something you wish you knew when you were 20? I wish I knew that you can fail and learn from failing. Uh, traditionally in school, I always learned from succeeding, right? You, you feel like you were only able to do better if you kept studying and you kept getting A's. As a founder, you learn through failing, you fail, and then you learn, oh, that's something I should not do. Learn from failing. Failure is entirely okay. Don't be afraid of it. Guys, singlelink.co is a open source link tree alternative. They signed up many hundreds of users, 100 users in the first three days when they launched on Product Hunt. Over 400 users in month one today. We're 2,600 active users launching an $8 paywall in the next month or two. We'll see how it works. They raised $100,000 to get going, raising another $400,000 right now on a safe at a 4 million cap, 20% discount. We'll see if Jim can get it done with his team of three. Jim, thanks for taking us to the top. Thanks so much for having me. It was great seeing you.